The Urban Lore Podcast is brought to you by Objets Etrangers. Objets Etrangers brings you rare, unusual, and interesting art, collectibles, and antiques. Objets Etrangers is constantly on the lookout for the rare and obscure. Look them up on Facebook at Objets Etrangers. There'll be a link in the show notes. back to the Urban Lore Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Castaños. Michael Martin Murphy, the pop western country singer of the 1970s and 80s, wrote in his big hit Wildfire, wrote that there was a hoot owl howling outside his window for six nights in a row, and that meant that she was coming for him. It's fairly common in the folklore of the United States and of England that an owl outside your window for any length of time is a harbinger of very bad things, typically death. The owl has taken on many different motifs throughout the world and means many different things to many different cultures. It is most associated in Christian cultures with something very negative. If you go to other parts of the world, the owl is not considered negative at all. All the way back to ancient Greece, the owl was, in fact, uh, the image of wisdom. It would be the symbol that Athena, the goddess of wisdom, was most closely associated with. In many Polynesian, Hawaiian cultures, you'll find that the owl is considered a guardian to many families. And that's also true out of many, many Native American cultures as well. The owl that's depicted in a totem typically represents uh, care and guardianship. So how can one animal garner so many different opinions about what it means? There are some theories out there, and that's all this is going to be, but let's talk about the little animal to begin with. I think they're personally amazing. Um, My daughter and I had uh, an encounter with a great horned owl many years ago when she was young, Uh, We lived in a neighborhood that had a lovely green belt behind our house, and it was an early morning taking her to school, I think right after daylight savings time, so it was just becoming dawn as we were driving um, down the uh, little road, the exit of our subdivision, where there was a small creek that ran through that greenway, and as we were driving past, this huge great horned owl glided in front of the vehicle, maybe 40, 50 feet ahead of us, and turned its immense head and just stared, for lack of a better set of words, into my soul as we drove by. Um, My daughter and I both noticed it and were just really mesmerized by the the stealth, the quietness, and the smooth flying of this animal. But maybe more than anything, this very kind of human look, the way it can look you eye to eye the way almost no other animal can. 
biologically what we know about the owl is is fascinating unto itself i mean number one it is absolutely one of the uh most quiet flyers of any animal the shape of the wing the type of feathers and the ratio of the wing to body allows it to not flap its wing many times and when it does it makes virtually no sound that makes it of course an, an outstanding predator and hunter the ears themselves are often on many species are not symmetrical which allows for picking up different frequencies for honing in and finding that XY axis of sound, being able to pinpoint the sound of the prey that it's stalking. And again, with the silent wings, its own hearing is not impaired by the sound of its movement. The eyes, of course, are not round uh, eyeballs like we think of human eyeballs, but actually rather telescope-shaped, which is why they can't turn in the sockets, and also why the owl has developed that ability to turn its head um, nearly 270 degrees. Unlike the cartoons, it's not a full 360, but it's um, it's excessive, 270 degrees. So you couple all those things with the fact that it's a nocturnal hunter. And I think you begin to come to the root of the reality of why cultures that have this very simplistic dark and light, night and day, good versus evil, can put these nocturnal animals like wolves and like owls on the negative column on the evil column. And those cultures, those indigenous cultures, native cultures, that tend to have a little bit more of a sense of a gray area between good and evil can allow these animals to exist in a space that is not necessarily evil. The nocturnal hunter, the one that you only hear and never see, um, that's kind of that fear of the dark thing, the fear of the unknown, and the owl can very clearly put its place in that um, very, very interesting niche. But understand it, it's also those eyes, I believe, that give so many cultures the idea that this animal is in fact wise beyond years. It has a soulful gaze. It has a gaze that looks as though it's peering beyond the obvious. I think it's not a jump or a, a stretch of the imagination to say that the countenance, the way the animal presents itself, and that ever-staring visual appearance has led many cultures that weren't necessarily immediately turned off to a nocturnal hunter as to something that knows what it's seen and has seen a lot. The owl itself is just that, right? It's an animal. It's an animal. It's a apex hunter certainly it's a predator it is nocturnal as we said earlier but it's neither evil nor good i think the only animals on our planet that fit that good and evil category are well us what do you think about owls are they fascinating or are they terrifying i'd love to hear what you think drop us a line at urban lore podcast at gmail.com urban lore podcast at gmail.com also please follow us on twitter at urban lore pod urban lore pod on twitter give us a ranking rate us five stars whatever your podcast app allows you to do it helps more people find our show and of course share our podcast with your friends whether they're up all day or prowling the night. 
for the Urban Lore Podcast. I'm Tom Castaños. <laughs>